HMOs, it wasn't that capital intensive. You just need to put your deposit down and then rent out to students and you're renting it by the room rather than the whole house. Mm -hmm. Right, more profit than per month. Yeah. So how did you go about like, obviously, for, do you want to kind of explain in terms of what a HMO is? Obviously to people that, that yeah. are listening like, okay, what the hell is a HMO? Yeah. Um, it's a housing of multiple occupancy. Mm -hmm. So rather than renting it by the whole house, you rent it by the room. And that's ideal for students because when I was a student, that's what, that's what we did. Yeah. A shared kitchen, shared bathroom. Um, and yeah, so you would just rent out by the room. So they lived in their own room, but you could charge a lot more. So say a property that had three bedrooms on a buy to let, you would rent out for £700 a month. For the whole house. For the whole house. Yeah. But then when you're renting the room to a student, you can get minimum £100 a week. So 400 per room. Mm -hmm. So times that by three, that's what 1,000. Yeah. So it just made sense. That was, mm -hmm. that was the way forward. Yeah. So that's the strategy I use and yeah so a student hmo how does that work so you see a house that you like yeah it's HM, hmo yeah. and then you put the deposit down yeah so do you go to the bank saying i want to do a student hmo could i get a mortgage for that or how, how does yeah it... so it's just like a buy to let mortgage buy to let. do you have to put 25 percent down yeah yeah so now you can get 20 percent products yeah 20 percent. yeah if it's student only or is that for yeah. anything no it's just for a buy to let mortgage just oh nice that mortgage yeah and then you convert the prop. You can either convert it. Uh -huh. So there's different councils have different rules. Mm -hmm. So in Newcastle, and um, the rules are if it's three bedrooms or more, um, you have to comply with the council's regulations. Is that okay? I, I was going to ask you because yeah. I know there's a thing called like Article Twenty Four, which just came in, and then you can only have HMOs. You can have HMOs within a certain area if it has grandfather rights, right? Yeah. Which means if it was already used as a HMO before Article 24 came into place, yeah. then you can do that. But yeah. after it the it, it did come into place, you can't convert a new house into Article 24 unless yeah. you have um, planning permission from the government, from the council, essentially. Yeah, that's right. So what I usually do is, so because I do it in Durham and not Newcastle. Okay. Um. So the rules are, if the street has properties that are less than 10% HMO, you, right. can, you can get planning permission. Right. So okay. that's the particular properties that I'm looking for. Okay. So okay. If, it's, if the street has less than 10%, I'm going to buy that property uh -huh. and then ask for planning permission from the council to convert it from C3 to C4 use okay. from residential to a student HMO. Okay. What does that mean, less than 10%? And the whole street um, has less than 10% students, the, the, the properties. Oh, right, right, right. Got there's yeah. like 10 houses, only one house can be HMO. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So you go for, you look at this whole street, in fact, to see yeah, like yeah. this many. And you can get all this information online. It tells you on the class. Class, class. So yeah, whenever yeah. properties come up on right move, that's the first thing I look at. Right. Mm. And that's how you gain the value Okay. on, on that property. Because say, say if you bought it for like, Hundred grand, you've already added so like yeah. thousands of pounds just by converting into a HMO. Yeah, because you can then sell it on to investors, and mm -hmm. um, the rental yield is a lot higher. Yeah, so you make so much, so much more, and mm. and, and you, all you're doing is going to the council and say, "I want to convert my use from a residential property to a HMO." Yeah, how long does that take after you go to the council and you ask for that? Does it take long, or does um, it get back? Yeah, so, so usually, the my agency does it for me. I give my mm -hmm. to an agency 
and they do it for me. The planning permission. Yeah. Oh, nice. It, it, it costs you a bit, a bit like five hundred pound, but um, they do it for me, and um, it usually takes I think about a month, and that's it. So for the, I think you own two properties, right? Yeah. So for them, both of them, did you have to ask permission, like yeah, for yeah. the council? Yeah. That's oh, right. so they weren't like HMO beforehand. You no, converted them. Yeah, yeah. How and did it, you know this information between? Or is, it, is that just searching it's online? All, it's all online. Yeah. Yeah. Like the HMO register, is that what you're talking about? Where you can see all the HMO. Ah, uh, there's a whole map of Durham, uh -huh. and it Class. tells you every street, what yeah. percentage, yeah, how much, and n now. Because in Durham, like the main streets, a lot of them are all students. Right. So yeah. The point for the council and the agency is, if there's already ninety percent students, what's the point of protecting the other ten percent? There's no point. So yeah, you just give it. Right. Well, yeah. So if it's less than ten percent, you get it. But if it's also higher than like a yeah. certain amount, yeah. it'll be coming dumb for them to be like, oh yeah. no, we, we need to protect this. Yeah. The whole point ah. is to protect the residents. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, if it's already ninety percent students, there's 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 no yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah 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 that makes sense. Let's go into detail about like acquiring your first property because obviously yeah. that's a big step. That's the first step. What everyone's looking to do, yeah. um, thinking of how you even do that. So like, let's go into a bit more detail in terms of how that even happened. What the steps you took mm -hmm. to like make that happen? Yeah. So when I started work, that's what I thought. Right, the first thing I need to do is buy a property because that's what the wealthy people do mm -hmm. so all i did was save my monthly salary i stay at home you have to make sacrifices say the weekends mm -hmm. um whether it's eating out or well for the first two years i, I drove a thousand pound car mm -hmm. it was barely worth a thousand do you know what i mean they're the sacrifices that you have to make to get yeah there. um what else was i doing yeah i just saved every monthly paycheck and and I lived at home, so I had no outgoings. Mm -hmm. All it was a monthly contract of phone bill. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Just the basic essentials. Yeah, yeah. Essentials. I didn't finance anything like this is what I'm trying to get across to people is. Understand what money actually is, because at the end of the day, it's just a piece of paper. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 But then, yeah, of course, it's obviously well i think the main thing is people can't control their emotions so, you know yeah they get the money and they want to get the nice car and stuff yeah exactly exactly so it's about it's about discipline and that goes back to essentially remember when we used to go to the gym mm -hmm. that's where the discipline everything is is set that was set 10 mm -hmm. years 10 years ago yeah and since i was 15 i haven't missed it missed it well for the for the past 10 years since I've been going to the gym, I've only probably missed a week when I was on holiday. Yeah. yeah. So that's the wow. discipline. <laughs> that's that's mad, bro. Yeah. That's the discipline that's what yeah. there 10 yeah. years ago. So now... Anything you do, that follows. Kind yeah, of exactly. Blueprint. It follows. It follows. It always goes yeah. back to the gym, doesn't it? <laughs> but no, let's. Let, I feel like every podcast we have, yeah. we yeah. kind yeah. of talk about the gym. gym. So like, let's, let's stay back. Let's yeah. stay back. Yeah. So, okay, so the discipline, it's been earned. You've you've kind of maintained that lifestyle. So that's already in the background. Yeah. So you start working, you've been thinking about getting a property. Yeah. What was the first steps that you took? Yeah, like first step, to get it done. Yeah, so I was doing a lot of research while, while I was at university. Mm -hmm. So what kind of properties I was looking for, um, where, where, how to get the mortgage, um, how to get the finance. Mm-hmm. So 
I have a close friend of mine that works um, in a mortgage broken company. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, so any questions I needed asked asked him. So as as you know, like most people don't know how easy it is to get a property. So when I speak spoke to my mortgage broker, he's given me all this information. Um, I'll give you an easy example. Um, to buy a residential property, say a hundred grand property, mm -hmm. all you need is six thousand five hundred pounds to buy a hundred grand property, and I'll explain that. Right. So okay, you can buy a property mm -hmm. with with a five percent deposit. Mm -hmm. So five percent of hundred grand is five thousand. Yeah. Legal fees one thousand five hundred. Mm -hmm. Um, you don't have to pay stamp duty because you're a first time buyer. Yeah. So that's totally six thousand five hundred all in to buy a hundred grand property. Yeah, that's that's, that's what, it. That's yeah. what it takes. Yeah. And so yeah. So is that what you did like first time? Five percent. Um, that's that's not what I did first okay. time. But you can. But that is a that, yeah yeah. If you want to get into the property ladder, yeah. get a property like yeah. a residential mortgage. Yeah. That's the option. That's yeah, the that, easiest option that's exactly. out there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And. Yeah, all you need is five percent deposit. Yeah, you might be on a higher interest rate, but at least you've got a property. Yeah, you've got in. Yeah, you've got your foot in the door. Exactly. And if you want to rent that later down on the line, you can't change that because you can go to the bank and get a consent to let. Yeah. And all you've put in is six thousand six thousand five hundred. And then yeah, you've essentially converted it. Yeah, and certainly and, you yeah. can go back to the bank and say, right, my circumstances have changed. I want to rent this property out. Mm -hmm. and they'll, say, they'll more than likely say okay. Yeah, and that's all it takes. But if you want to be on a lower interest rate, you can put in ten percent, twenty percent, twenty five, or what have you. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, interest rates have risen recently. But for me personally, I think that's one of the best things that's happened because. If they were still low, it would price me out of other properties. Yeah, because there's a lot more buyers. Yeah, I'd be competing with other people. Mm -hmm. um, but now they've came up, it's given me opportunity opportunities to buy more. Yeah, because less people are wanting to buy. Less people are wanting to buy. So in the long term, like you got to see it as being optimistic as mm -hmm. a benefit. And also, they've said, the government data says that every 0.5% um, the interest rates drop, there'll be a million new buyers. All right. So, yeah. so let me just put this into perspective. So because interest rates are high right now, I'd rather pay that extra interest of two, three, four, five hundred pound a month. Uh -huh. Then later down on the line, you're going to be outbid by 10, 20 grand. Yeah. Do you understand? Because it's a means of if you get in now or yeah. when there's opportunity, yeah. obviously when the interest rates go down, you're gonna benefit either way exactly. because when you re come yeah. to remortgage. So yeah. if interest rates go down by one percent, there'll be two million new buyers. So the property that you're looking at, you'll probably be outbid by 10, 20 grand mm -hmm. or, or or even more. So I'd rather pay the few hundred pounds more in interest right now mm -hmm. than be outbid a lot more later on down the line. Yeah. Inside. Yeah. So you've got to think. You've got to think further ahead, mm -hmm. because everyone's waiting. Oh, I'm gonna buy when interest rates come down. But the reality is, everyone's gonna be doing that. Yeah. Be a step ahead. Do it where no one else is doing it. Yeah, exactly. That's what Warren Buffett says. Be fearful when others are greedy. Be mm -hmm. greedy when others are fearful. But no one, no one actually listens. No one yeah. actually listens to that. 
<laughs> well, as soon as, because you see, like, if you put money in stocks and you see it drop, your heart drops. But exactly. if you can manage that and realize that, hold yeah. on a minute, this yeah. is like such a good time to put more money in, you know, that's, it's like fighting that. I've uh, learned that lesson so many times before. And, and that's the reason you've got to fail so many times. I've learned that lesson so many times, mm -hmm. lost thousands of pounds. Mm -hmm. But now, now you're, you're immune to that. Yeah, you get used to it. Yeah. You've got to lose money and not make money. Yeah, that's it. Trouble is people don't want to lose any money. Yeah. That's not how it works, yeah. is it? Oh, that, that's what I'm saying. I've failed so many times, whether yeah. it's school, the gym, personal life. Mm -hmm. That that's 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 what makes you great because you fail so many times and you learn from each failure. Yeah, mm -hmm. as long as you learn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that, yeah. that's an important lesson. Yeah. you have to learn because obviously mm, a lot yeah. of people don't learn and yeah. then the the drop and then they just stay stay at that place. So exactly. let's get into the student HMO. So you saved up your money. Yeah, you're still working your job, and now you're looking online for a good property. Yeah. Um, so you go on the HMO calculator, the thing that shows you which is HMO. Yeah. And then you make a move and you like put down 10, 20%, did you say? or? Yeah, so I put down 20% for the first property. Uh -huh. Was that um, by in your name or was it in a company's name? Yeah, in, in my name. Okay. But um, yeah, I, I do need to set up a company for the next for the next property. Right. Um. So yeah, Um. the first property was, I did about three years worth of research for that first property while I was at uni. Wow. So initially I was looking at um the Shieldfield Sandyford area in Newcastle. Mm -hmm. Okay. Near Newcastle Uni and Northumbria Uni. Mm -hmm. Um and for the three years I was researching around that area the these student accommodation blocks were was being built. Um it was like Unite Students, mm -hmm. um student IQ. Yeah. Um, they were just building left, right, and center. And I thought, I can't compete with these guys. They have a brand new kitchen, um, brand new common room, yeah, a gym. Um, what else do they have? They have all these facilities for mm -hmm. the same price that I would buy a, a res like a, a buy to let, like council house, essentially. Yeah. So I thought I couldn't compete with these guys. And then I, th I looked around where else. So Durham was initially the place mm -hmm. that was that was that I found. Right. And that that took essentially three years of research mm -hmm. while I was at university. Yeah. So then you okay. So then you decided okay, Durham's the place. Yeah. Um. And then obviously I'm guessing you found a house. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. So was that like a three bed, four bed? Yeah. So it was a it was a four bed property. Mm -hmm. And so whenever I see this these properties on right move i run the numbers straight away right how much will it get a week mm -hmm. per student which which part of durham run um so do it to a monthly monthly and a yearly return okay so the purchase price on the property how much are you going to get back per year right um and anything less than 10 percent, i'm not interested in right the average return for a property is about six seven percent. Okay. But you can make that in the stock market. You can make mm -hmm. that elsewhere. Yeah. So why spend the time on a on a property? Even spend time and energy. Yeah. So anything less than ten percent, I'm not interested in. Mm -hmm. So I just leave those properties. But if it's more than ten percent, I'll take a look, book a viewing, mm -hmm. see if it works. And after the viewing, you get a feel of the property. You see the structural contents. Um, are the walls good? Are, is the kitchen okay? Is the mm -hmm. bathroom okay? Is it livable? Yeah. 
And if, if that all works and then you put down an offer, right. see, see how much the seller's willing to let it go for. Mm -hmm. Can I just ask as well, obviously when you went to view it, yeah. um, an, an average person is not going to know in terms of like the structural, um, you know, how well the house is structurally yeah. is that, you know, da potential damages is the mold stuff like that. Yeah. So did you go with like anyone with all of that knowledge when you interviewed the property? I went, I went with my dad. Okay. Oh, um, yeah, <laughs> of course. Um, to be honest, I didn't, when I first went, I did yeah. not have a clue what to look for. Of course, yeah. So like just the, like the majority of people. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You, you just get a feel is, is the house sound mm -hmm. like it doesn't look like it's going to fall apart. Yeah. Um, but the good thing is when you bring your parents is they have experience looking at yeah. property. Mm -hmm. So, so when, when I brought my dad, he's, he said, oh, look at the windows, look, look at the doors, mm -hmm. look at the roof, look at the ceiling. Yeah. They have a bit of experience in yeah. that side. And then since then, that's all I look at now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've 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 learned that from him. So mm -hmm. now I know where to look, so I can go on my own and look at the windows, look at the kitchen, the walls, the ceiling, and the roof. See if there's any issues there. Mm -hmm. But I haven't been to that many viewings. But most properties that I've been to are are quite sound. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, the so. first property that you've seen. How many did you see before you got this one? Did you view quite um, a few? I'd say, yeah, I viewed probably about 10 before this one. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you need that experience to view properties. Got it. And just to get a, get a feel of what to look out for. Mm -hmm. and, and and also you get to build a relationship with estate agents. They they know what, what you want, what you're after. Mm -hmm. And then if they have something, they call you. Right. One thing is the mortgage principle. So yeah. with a 20% lead, do you get that first and then you start looking at properties? Um, it, it depends because the first property, um, they didn't need the mortgage in principle. But now, because interest rates have went up and a lot of people are flaking and, and like dropping out of properties, a lot of the stages want to see the mortgage uh, principle. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that wasn't the thing, obviously, before. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay, so obviously you've seen the house. Yeah. Uh, Four-bit property. Yeah. Everything's sound. You like the property. Yeah. What are the next steps you took? So the numbers worked. Mm -hmm. Numbers were perfect. Um, so I put property on the I put an offer on the house. Right. Um, and then, oh yeah, so what happened was, so I, I gave an offer on the property. Mm -hmm. They accepted. Uh-huh. And then when the bank came in, the lender said, right, okay, um, I was purchasing the property for uh, 160, okay. but the lender said it's worth 150. Right. So then, so then I had essentially paid 10 grand over mm. the property's worth, what the property's worth. Okay. So then I, I, um, I spoke to my broker and my choices were to either put that extra 10 grand in myself mm -hmm. or go back to the seller and try and get the price reduced and get the price reduced. Yeah. So I went back to the seller said, look, the lenders have valued it 150,000 mm -hmm. take it or leave it mm -hmm. and it looked like they want to get rid of the property so yeah okay. right great <laughs> so it, it worked out yeah okay. but and that's the art of negotiation mm -hmm. as well and that came from a lot of stuff what I did previously in terms of 
um, selling shoes online or being on eBay negotiating. So I knew I could use those same skills when it came to uh, well, negotiating yeah, for yeah, public. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's all connected. It's all, yeah, it's all connected. Let's go back to negotiations. So, yeah, I'm a, you learned that from eBay. No, let's, let's, okay. let's finish this. Let's uh, finish this because yeah. we're deep down in this, yeah. innit? and then let's, let's, we'll go back. Yeah. So, obviously, you got it 150, that's down 20%. That's what you, yeah, yeah, that's what you had to put yeah. down. Yeah. So, 20%, 80% mortgage. Yeah. And it's a buy to let mortgage. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm assuming interest rates are a bit higher on buy to let mortgages compared to residential mortgages. Yeah, that's what most people think, but okay. it's not that much different. Okay. It is slightly higher, mm-hmm. probably by 0.5% max. Okay. 0.2, something like that. Mm-hmm. But in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't make much of a difference. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's 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 pretty decent. Yeah. Your first house is bite alert. Yeah. You didn't you didn't go to a residential No, no. You went straight to bite alert. Yeah, yeah. Right. And yeah, that's not normal, but yeah, I stayed at home, so I, that, I had to do that. Mm-hmm. So you had that money saved up and you just just put Went that in? It. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I saved up with my job and made those sacrifices mm-hmm. for about a year and a half mm-hmm. and then put that deposit down on the property Yeah, and then got that property and then... Um, well, essentially, I w- uh, yeah, I went I went to the agency agency um, that I rent out to students. Mm-hmm. They said, yeah, well, we can rent it out for you. And we just need to ask for plan permission from the council to right. rent it from residential use um, to um, student HMO. Okay. They did that for me, no issues, found the tenants. And yeah, it's been rented out for two years now. So how long did that process take? So essentially, you've got the property now. Yeah. You've went to the agency. Yeah. You've been asked for plan for so how long did that process take from that point yeah. to when you got tenants? And like what were the fees like? With within a month. Oh shit. That, yeah. Within a month all of that got done? Yeah. Within a month. Wow, okay. Um yeah, they 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 do this quite often with the council. Mm-hmm. Have a good relationship with them. Okay. Um the fees with the agency is ten percent. Right. Ten percent is that per month? Of- yeah. Yeah, per month, so the whole the whole year's rent, right? Um, of ten percent. Okay. So in my head, I was thinking, my time is worth more than the money I was gonna pay. Yeah. So then there's basically there's no stress for you because yeah. you're not managing it. Yeah. Uh huh. Um. So I thought, right, I'd rather pay that ten percent, and I have no issues whether it's I had I've I've done it before where I've managed managed the property in the past, but um, if the boiler breaks, I have to be there. I'm work, I'm yeah. work, I have to take these calls on my break. Um, when the engineer comes to fix it, I have to be there. So I thought, instead of wasting my time answering all these calls, I'll just give it straight to the agency. Mm-hmm. And the 10% I pay is, well, is fine. But the thing is, with the agency, they actually put the rent up by 10%. Okay. So essentially, I wasn't losing anything. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Do, do, do you yeah, so yeah. essentially, you're not losing out in terms of the money you give into the agency. Yeah, yeah. They put the rent up. Right. Yeah. So what were you like? What were they charging per student? Oh yeah. So uh, it was in the Charlesgate area, and they were charging 125 pound a week without okay. without bills. Charlesgate, oh. a good area as well. Yeah. Um, 125 a week without bills. Okay, so it wasn't all inclusive. What you were offering weren't all inclusive. No, no. Okay. And that's what the agency recommended, so I okay. just went with that because okay. that's what the market price is. Right. 
to. And I'll just stick with the market price. Mm -hmm. And since then, it's went up um, 10% every year. Nice. Okay. And that's what that's when I realized what's the point of me working at work because the rents keep rising every year. Yeah. But, but my salary at work doesn't rise. Yeah. Year. Yeah. It's not going up by 10%. Yeah. It's not going up by 10%. <laughs> so what's, what's the point? Uh -huh. And at my work, working at the NHS, um, salaries in the, I think in the past year went up by 4%. Right. And yeah. that was a push. Yeah, that was yeah. a push. And my colleagues was, was happy and celebrating that it went up 4%. But yeah. I said to them, that's nothing to be happy about. Yeah. Because inflation's at 8%. So you're already at a net minus 4%. Yeah. National insurance has went up. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're on a minus minimum 4%, 5%. Yeah. So what are you celebrating? <laughs> yeah, what are you, what are you celebrating? <laughs> you know, yeah. You know. So you just got to do the maths. Do the maths and, mm -hmm. and and think of it logically. Yeah, like to me that didn't make sense. You were you were losing out on five percent. Mm -hmm. You weren't gaining anything. Yeah, my work starts after my nine till five. Yeah, so I'm there from nine a.m. in the morning till five p.m. Mm -hmm. at work, but then my real work starts at six p.m. Yeah, or ten p.m. Yeah, it's all like market research and yeah, and I'm making next move. Yeah, researching on the internet. Um, whether it's, it could be, it could be anything. It could be most time on right move commercial property and um, whether it's in Newcastle or Durham or, or just look at, looking at charts, see what the economy is doing, what the bank of England's doing, what the federal reserve's doing. And um, cause they all follow and it's all, it all tangles mm -hmm. together. Right. And, and, and when I bought, bought this first property, I knew that interest rates were going to go up. Mm -hmm. so, I had, so i'm guessing at that point interest rates were low right yeah. when you got your first property yeah this yeah. was after, after covid so like, so, tw like 2021 yeah yeah um so interest rates were at all-time low yeah but i knew this wasn't going to last yeah because they had just printed so much money mm -hmm. so someone has to pay for it yeah someone yeah. has to pay for it that's what i was saying to my colleagues the whole time that the, the, the money that they printed takes about 12 to 18 months for it to filter through the economy. Mm -hmm. um, so that's what happened. So prices rose so much that they have to, they have to put interest rates up. And mm -hmm. I knew this at the time. And I said, I said to my colleagues, we have to pay for this somehow, or this fill scheme, the, the money that was printed, we have to pay somehow. And it's either by taxes or, or by inflation. Mm -hmm. And it ended up being both. Right. And and because I knew that at the time, I got a fixed mortgage of like five years. Mm -hmm. I probably should have got 10, but but it's still good enough. Yeah. And I knew that at the time. So when we look at, for example, petrol prices um, from COVID, it was near a pound mm -hmm. and it rose to... And then, yeah. See, okay, it was, say, a dollar mm -hmm. and it rose to a dollar 40. Mm -hmm. So that's a 40% increase. Yeah. And... The amount of dollars the Federal Reserve printed was forty percent of the world's global global mm -hmm. US dollars. Mm -hmm. So it went from one dollar to one one dollar forty. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. The the price of oil stayed the same, but the value of the currency has been inflated. Mm -hmm. So it makes makes perfect sense for it to go from a dollar to dollar forty. Yeah. Because they printed forty percent. They printed more. Yeah. So it makes perfect sense, and. I think it's the same thing that you see now with properties is 
because inflation is high, mm -hmm. the the property value is essentially the same, but it's got it's going up slowly. Right. But that's because of inflation. So yeah. if I give good examples, what I like to research about, like more recently, is these hyperinflated countries such as Turkey, Venezuela, mm -hmm. Argentina. So their property prices have went up twenty percent or thirty percent overnight. Right. Right. That's because their currency has dropped. Is dropped yeah. 30 percent overnight. Mm -hmm. So what that means is you don't want to have currency. Yeah, in those countries. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. But now you've seen it on a lesser scale with like the pound, the dollar and the euro. Mm -hmm. So you you don't want to have have cash in your pocket. Yeah. You want it to be in something. That yeah, because obviously you... as inflation's going up, the yeah. value of your money is going down. Yeah. Essentially. Exactly. Uh, £10 is still £10 on paper. Yeah, exactly. But £10 is not £10 because it means less. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I figured that out earlier on. Mm -hmm. So that's why I put it into property. Mm -hmm. You can put it into many other things, but the, the reason with property was because it was making me monthly cash flow. Yeah. Um. So that's the, that's the main reason. Yeah, you can buy a stock or, or what have you, but mm -hmm. it's it's stuck there. Yeah, it's not, not, not giving you cash. Monthly yeah. cash. Yeah, you might get dividends of like 4% or 5% max, but it's not giving you 10% like it does with property. Yeah. And you're paying, like you're playing with leverage. Yeah. Because obviously you're getting a mortgage, you're playing with 100 grand as opposed to whatever you're investing, which yeah. is probably what, like a couple of grand. Exactly. And this is what me and my brother worked out was because we put a deposit of like 30 grand mm -hmm. and you were making, well, revenue nearly two grand a month mm -hmm. the real return was about 130 percent mm -hmm. yeah because you only put in 30 grand of your own money yeah but you're getting back like two grand a month yeah so that's well over like 130 percent return mm -hmm. yeah the actual, mm -hmm. actual whatever you've percent. put in yeah. on the money you put in yeah, yeah. which is yeah. crazy yeah yeah and it's just so it's just it's logical if you just do the maths and work mm -hmm. it out mm -hmm. so did you do this with your brother or was it just you by yourself no it was just me but he's he's quite smart with maths so i, I made him do the calculations yeah <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> yeah right yeah i said do the numbers for me and he and he did it does yeah. he get a cut or anything now is it no so that's I, just brotherly love yeah. <laughs> he's so he's um just turned 17. Mm. Oh, he's very young yeah oh okay nice off to uni this year uh-huh but um, the whole idea is me and him are going to run it together. Yeah. In shuffle. Yeah. And do madness. Yeah. yeah, yeah no, that's yeah. big, bro. That's sick. Yeah. I, so that's that's the first yeah. property done, dusted. Yeah. That's so cool. now you've got a feel of it. Yeah. Okay. Now you're in. You've got money coming in. You know You know what the, what the crack is now. Yeah. Yeah. How long do you, get, do you start thinking of the second property and like, you know. Well, yeah, since that first property, I was already thinking about the third, fourth, fifth. Right. <laughs> As you do. Yeah. Okay. So, so after that one, um, I was just looking for the second, but nothing came up uh -huh. because interest rates were low. At that point, everything was overpriced. Right. The, the numbers didn't work for about a year. Uh -huh. So I was just waiting patiently. Mm -hmm. um, I get email alerts from Rightmove, whatever comes up in a week, um, it'll show me. So I just... Whatever comes up, I'm I'm always looking. Right. But for about a year, nothing came up. And then for the past, say, six months, one came up. It was undervalued. Um, 
it was probably worth about 250 mm-hmm. and it was on for like uh 195 wow okay so then i, I called them up straight away said mm-hmm. yeah i want it I, I viewed it everything was great put an offer in straight away because i knew it was undervalued mm-hmm. Um. so essentially it was a three-bedroom property okay um is this in durham as well yeah different yeah. size rooms a much nicer part of durham um so that property was undervalued three bedrooms they have a dining room downstairs and a living room okay so i thought i could get probably four bedrooms out of this mm-hmm. because the dining room for students doesn't really matter they can yeah. have that in the living room yeah so i could get four, four bedrooms out of this mm-hmm. done the numbers it's more than 10 percent, and then put an offer in and then so yeah i'm currently working on that on that property right now okay so that's a buy to let same thing yeah same thing so like how how did you save up that money then like oh i guess you've had what two years yes so yeah about two years uh-huh. yeah. so it's, you've just been doing the same thing yeah rinse and repeat same, saving same all your thing. money yeah same thing rinse and repeat yeah nice and it's it's not difficult as long as you get the basics right mm-hmm. and i'm not i'm not saying don't enjoy yourself of course you of course i go out and have nice meals and stuff but mm-hmm. Just living below your means, the stuff that you don't you don't need. Right. So that 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 includes like a nice car. You don't need a nice car. Mm-hmm. You don't need these designer clothes. Yeah. Like it's just it's just just the basics. You don't need to finance this, finance that. Mm-hmm. You don't need if if you finance. This is what I say. If you're financing something, it means you can't afford it. Yeah. It like <laughs> every everyone says this. Oh, it's the monthly payment. The monthly payment. That means you can't afford it. If you can pay it in full, it means you can afford it. Mm-hmm. That that's all. That's all it is. Yeah. Whether whether it's a car or or anything. Yeah. But everyone wants a nice car now. That's that's the problem. Everyone's like, yeah, but, gets hyped over the nice car. But this is what I say. This is what I say to people. You can have a nice car. Mm-hmm. Um, with property, for example, if you if you rent it out, like the HMO, mm-hmm. and get that profit finance the car you've got the profit you've got the car for free yeah from the profit of the property and yeah. you've got the property that goes up in value up in value yeah so this is what i say you can get your car for free mm-hmm. if you wanted to yeah get it soon no yeah i've got this i'm working on it at, at the moment um mm-hmm. probably needs a new bathroom a new kitchen okay um plaster is coming in on monday so so you're spending some money on it just to like yeah. kind of refurb it. Yeah, just to get it, yeah. get it up to stand. So have you still not started a company yet? Has it both been under your name now then? Yeah, no, I haven't started the company yet, but the next one next one will be under the company. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, that was that was the mistake that I, that I didn't know. But now now gaining this knowledge a couple of years later on, now I know I need to I need to put it under a company. Um, like I see what all these wealthy people do, they have a group structure um of properties um a lot of them have charities a lot of them have trusts mm-hmm. um even some of these these wealthy guys that i see um they, they they're not even in the uk they're in like singapore um monaco cayman islands mm-hmm. cyprus um just just follow the money know where it goes like everything's online everything's on on that computer whatever you want to know is there yeah. Do you know much about the calculations 
Tell me how you figure out which house is a good deal and which which is going to give you a good return on profit. So it's quite simple, actually. Um, all you do is look at the market rate that you can charge the student per week. Per week? Yeah. Not month, per week. But then you, you extrapolate that, put it per yeah. month and then per year. So the, the price that you're going to buy the property for, is it more than 10% return that you're going to get every year? If it's not, I'm not interested. If it is, then then I'll look into it. So um, in terms of like the money you're putting in, so the, the for example, price. yeah, yeah, the purchase price. But then, like the money essentially putting in is a deposit, like you said, because the rest is it's mortgaged. Yeah, yeah. Um, but still, that that mortgage is is the money that you're putting in. Uh huh. It's the money that you're gonna pay back. Yeah. So. Say hundred grand, hundred grand house mm -hmm. has to make more than ten grand per year. Yeah, if it if it doesn't, it's not it's not worth it. Yeah, right. If it right. does, then then, then yeah, then yeah. yeah. So obviously, if you're making two grand on a property revenue, yeah, and then over year that's twenty four grand. Yeah, yeah. So so essentially, a prop, if it's say purchase price, um, of two hundred forty grand, mm -hmm. so that would be worth it. But if yeah, be more than that. Yeah, I wouldn't look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> What's your uh, next goals when it comes to property? Next goals is setting up the company. Um, I'm, I want to stick to what I know. So I know HMOs. Mm -hmm. But I do like the idea of commercial property. You make a lot more... Um, Return on investment with commercial property. Okay. Mm -hmm. And from what I know is it's a lot easier to evict tenants. That's why it makes it easier. Yeah. Uh, for commercial. Because it's businesses yeah, that you're business, giving it to. So it's not like yeah. individuals. But within a month. Within a month, you can get a new person in there. Mm -hmm. Um, Setting up the company. And I've looked into service accommodation as well with Airbnbs. I like I do like the idea of that, but because I'm currently working for my job, I don't have the time for it. But I would like to explore that and, and try it and give it a go. Mm -hmm. But the and with service accommodation, you still have to be strategic in areas. So yeah. city centre, city centre, city centre areas. Yeah, uh, where you'll get bookings because if you don't get the bookings, then then you're not you're not making money. Yeah, then it's pointless, yeah, essentially. Exactly. Yeah. So what and, and a lot of the time it's quite seasonal as well. In summer you get a lot of bookings, in winter mm -hmm. you might not. Mm -hmm. So you have to be street strategic yeah. and and factor all that in. Yeah. And and then calculate the risk, right? What if I don't get bookings in the winter? Mm -hmm. How much is that gonna cost me? What about cleaning fees? There's there's so many there's so many wheels and cogs that, that fit into it. So, mm -hmm. But if it works, you can make a, a lot of money. A lot more money. Yeah. yeah, because you're renting it per night, per essentially. Night. Yeah. yeah. I've seen these people charge, what, 100, 200 pound a night. And they're doing, what, five grand, 10 grand a month. Yeah. Oh, look at Premier Inn. Yeah. Imagine how much they make per day. Yeah. You know, because their prices are very competitive. Yeah. And uh, it's always filled. Yeah. And if you look at like the amount of rooms I have per day, the profit that they're making, and then you it's, you realize like this is what money is. This is yeah. what 
you know like you think like oh people making 10 10k a month is a lot like premier is probably making like 50k a day or some shit you know what i'm saying it's like it's um like you said earlier thinking big you said uh being a millionaire setting the standard law yeah yeah so that's what everyone says to me oh you you'll be a millionaire in the future but why is the standard set so low people have a residential property that's worth 3 400k you've got two rental properties worth 200 each you've got a car that's worth 50 grand you're nearly at a million already mm-hmm. a lot of people have that like mm-hmm. why is the bar so low yeah like why not 10 million why not 100 million why not a billion you see so many of these people around like a million when you, when you do the maths and look at it realistically it's not it's not a lot i know yeah a, a lot of people can do that mm-hmm. and so you're not so what you're basically saying is i want to be just above average would be yeah but average isn't good enough these days and the people that are billionaires it's not like they are they're just human in it they just made a move they just yeah. thought big and, and they're like they, they went for it um they're aggressive with the with the i guess the, the desire to make money yeah um i actually actually know a billionaire um he's he's ruthless in what he does Um, these guys have these companies and they they're just so smart with it how how they make their moves um in dif- different countries worldwide and but the one thing is yeah these billionaires have a lot of money but there's one thing that they can't buy and it's the most precious commodity and that's that's time and mm. um, whether it's time with your family your friends or yeah. what have you that's what i say that's what i say to my brother and um, you're actually wealthier than me because you're younger you have time i can't buy that no one can buy time Warren Buffett can't buy time. Bill Gates can't buy time. Yeah. Billionaire can't buy time. So if if you if you're six year old, I measure I measure wealth in time. Mm-hmm. So these kids are far wealthier than any of the older older people that I know. Mm-hmm. But essentially, that's if they use the time wisely. Still, yeah, enough. that's that's it. Yeah. yeah. Like obviously, you you have the knowledge that you have now because of what you've done. Yeah. You can pass that on to your little brother. Mm-hmm. And he, the earlier he starts, yeah. do you know I mean, the yeah. quicker he's going to get to where you are. Yeah. Because the knowledge is already there. He doesn't need to go through that whole process because yeah. it's secondhand knowledge. That's it. Yeah, that's the whole idea. All mm-hmm. the knowledge that I know about mortgages, property, about returns, I pass that on to my brother, yeah. who's, who's about to turn 18. And yeah, he's fully on board with it. He said, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do this together. And mm-hmm. who knows where it's going to go. Of course, man. So why are you still working then? Is it just, um, obviously it's money in it, but... Yeah, so the whole reason I'm still working is because it's a secure job. And the outlook that I see for the next 10 years is not as good as it was for the past 10 years. Mm -hmm. So if I leave my job now, yeah, it could be fine, but I feel like it's going to get a lot worse. So in terms of the economy, in terms of a recession, in terms of people being tighter with their money, in terms of inflation, mm. so it's all calculated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
times were good for the past 10 years because interest rates were low. You could do whatever. You could buy property and mm. you could flip it for 50 grand more. But that's not going to happen for the next 10 years. Right. So that's why I'm staying in my job. Because if anything does happen, at least I've got, I've got my job. Yeah. But then when the property side takes over, then I won't need my job. Mm-hmm. So it's all it's all strategic and it's all planned and it's all calculated. So do you believe the next ten years it's, it is going to get much harder? Yeah, especially especially for the for us younger people. Yeah, which so, makes sense why Airbnb does so well because a lot of people aren't moving out. They prefer yeah. just like staying out and you know. Yeah, a lot of people are living in the house and yeah. So. Yeah, I think, like you see now, property prices are coming down a bit. Interest rates are high. People are just waiting. We're going to see probably interest rates stay. Yeah. I wouldn't say stay this high at 5%, but it'll probably come down a little bit. It won't be like what it was the, for the past 10 years. So you have to work harder for your money. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll take a while before it does dip back to the levels it was. Yeah. And when you look through the history for the past 100 years, the past 10, 20 years is unprecedented. Mm-hmm. unprecedented. Um, what do you mean in terms of how low the mortgage rates were? Yeah, how yeah. low interest rates were. Yeah. That's never happened before. Yeah. So why would it continue happening? Mm-hmm. But then you have this argument against if, if things if things do come down too far, mm-hmm. then the central banks will have to step in and lower them to recover the economy and this and that. Yeah. But it's a game of chicken to see who who falls first. Yeah. Yeah. And it's about that's why they're train playing this balancing act. So mm-hmm. you've, you've just got to you've just got to see how things are and how it plays. Um and it's and it's all calculated like when you see it's these also these inflation numbers that that they talk about like it's not, I, I don't believe them at all when they say it's 70%. Mm-hmm. When you go to the supermarket, buy your eggs, it went from, say, £1.50 to £2. That's not mm-hmm. 78%. Yeah, it's much higher. Yeah. <laughs> when you go to the pump, it's not 78% higher, it's mm-hmm. a lot more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on your day-to-day, the, the, the stuff yeah. that you buy on a day-to-day basis, it's gone up by a lot more than that. Exactly. Yeah. When you wear this insurance, your hotel or your rent or what have you, it's it's well more than seven eight percent. Yeah, they do say the CPI core average is is an average of everything. Yeah, but it doesn't seem like it. Yeah, yeah, that's me. yeah for for it seems like things went up at least ten twenty percent. Yeah, and that's what affects us on a day to day basis. Exactly, that's what affects us on yeah. a day to day basis. So that's why a £10 won't be the same as a £10 10 years ago. Exactly. And this is another thing what I want to mention is is the pension. Mm-hmm. You're paying £100 today per month. Um, and you get that back in four years' time. So the £100 that you pay today is not the same £100 that you get back in four years' time. Exactly, yeah. Probably more. Closer. Yeah. <laughs> it's so and who knows if you're gonna live up to see that. And if you don't, they just take it away, innit? Yeah. And you get taxed. Yeah. So the money you pull out when you pension, as soon as you pull out that money you get taxed. Yeah. It's so it makes no sense. It makes no sense to me. It's 
it makes no sense to me. You've got to understand, like, what actually is money. Yeah. Because it's measured in dollars and pounds, and, oh, yeah, you're getting a bit more. doesn't mm-hmm. actually mean it's worth that. Yeah. Bro, it's nothing. Like, um, for an average individual, when they come out, I think your pension comes to around, I swear it comes to, a, like, less than 50 grand. It's like, yeah, it's, yeah. that's it, and... That's the money you have to survive on. Yeah, from retirement. Yeah, till you die. Yeah, I, I, I looked at my parents' uh, pension recently uh-huh. um, online, and the state pension it said was ten grand a year. Yeah, your your, your gas and electric bill is three grand a year. <laughs> you've got seven thousand left. So okay, you've got car insurance eight grand a year. Mm-hmm. You got six grand left for the whole year. So what's that monthly? Five hundred a month. It's nothing. It's absolutely nothing. Like, what are you going to do with that? Exactly. Like, that's when we just break it down. Yeah. Yeah. But no one does that. Because everyone just thinks, oh, I can't wait to retire for my pension. But they never actually look at yeah. what you get in. Yeah. What, what yeah. is your pension? Exactly. What are you living off? Exactly. Imagine, like, right now for a tenant, you can probably get, like, eight pints of milk or whatever. Yeah. So in the future... One probably cost a tenner. Yeah. So realistically, that fifty grand that we talking about on half of the pension yeah. could be literally nothing. Exactly. But people don't know that yet because it's in the future, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. Exactly. And remember, ten ten years ago, we used to go out with two pound, and you could trust me. Yeah. You could yeah. buy so much stuff. That was only ten years ago. And and look at look at what you can buy with two pound now, mm-hmm. and then what will two pound get you in ten years in the future? Yeah. Twenty years in the future. Mm-hmm. Because Space Raiders was like what, 20 pence like 10 years ago, and now it's something like 40 pence or something. Yeah, bro, like yeah. Fredo. Do you remember Fredo, the chocolate bar? That's, that was bro, like, what, 5, 10 pence? That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so, it just extrapolate yeah. that into the future. Yeah. That's all you have to do. See, a lot of people, when they get taught that, oh, listen, you get 25% back from the government, you get 50k, 100k. Yeah, yeah. They think it's a lot of money now. Yeah. But in the future, exactly. it'll be nothing, basically. Yeah. Exactly. And... Yeah, we were we were looking at this at work. Um, one of my senior managers are cl- is close to retirement, and he said he gets a lump sum of like a hundred grand. Mm-hmm. Um, for the forty years that he's worked in the NHS, forty years. Yeah, forty years. And I thought, hundred grand. That's that's nothing for the forty years of work that you've yeah. put in. Um, I know wealthy people that have bought a property for 300,000 um, and spent 100,000 refurbing it and sold it for 600,000 within six months. Yeah. And this guy put 40 years of his life yeah. to get a 100 grand lump sum yeah. pension. So I'm thinking, And that's, that's a senior manager. That's a high level position. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I know someone that's done that in six months and made double that. So <laughs> yeah. why would you put 40 years into for this... For the same amount. Uh-huh. And that's 40 years of hard work where, you know, you haven't had a choice in terms of what you can do, what you can't do. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. You've got to put things into perspective. So literally, if if that's, for example, £100 he put in for the pension for the last 40 years, right? Yeah. yeah. If he put in £100 a month, yeah. every month, for the last 40 years, if he put down the S&P 500, yeah. which is 10% yearly return. Yeah. Seven. Seven percent. Seven okay, yeah, yeah. I put 7%. Well, investment value at the end would have been two hundred and sixty-two thousand. Exactly. But the pension he got was hundred k. Yeah. So he's missing out one hundred and sixty-two thousand yeah. pounds. And that hundred k gets taxed. 
Yeah. Don't forget. So tell me how that isn't fraud. Yeah. At the highest level. It's legal fraud. Yeah. Legal, legal fraud, fraud at yeah. the highest level. <laughs> yeah. And also, if I if I get money and print it out on my printer, mm -hmm. I'm a criminal. Yeah. But, but if the government or the bank does it, it's, it's called inflation. Yeah. Like, tell me how that makes sense. Save the economy. Yeah. Tell me how it makes sense. Make it make sense. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 a whole bunch of madness, bro. But it's it is it, you know what you know. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. It's like, but the majority of people either they refuse to accept it or they're not bothered because they're they're too comfortable with the money that they get in each month. Like the money they get in each month, they can survive on that. Yeah, and they don't care about the future. They don't care about okay, what what happens if I lose my job? But it, why why would it not bother you? It affects your job. It affects the food that you. Go mm -hmm. buy and eat. Affects the petrol that you put in your car, the car mm -hmm. you drive, the house you live in, the lights in your house. Mm -hmm. It affects your whole life. So why would you not be interested? And that's the whole reason why I'm I'm so interested in all this because it affects every aspect of my life. Mm -hmm. So I've got to do something about it. Yeah. And that's that's all it is. That's it. You can do that. Yeah. It, it's it's really not that hard. Yeah. It's like it's really not that hard. It just takes a bit of work. Yeah. Like if you put in twenty five percent of the effort you put in yeah. into your nine to five job, yeah. into just something else, yeah, that you're doing for yourself, over time, it's gonna prosper. Yeah. It's gonna turn into something if you're putting the effort in. That's the thing. No, no one wants to put in the work these days. Mm. No one wants to put in the work after work. After the five five pm, no one's surprised. Yeah, you're chilling because you're you've done the work, yeah. and now you des you deserve to chill. Yeah, you deserve to rest. Exactly. Yeah. Um, when I finish work on a Friday night at at five pm, I'm driving to Durham, and mm -hmm. I see people dressed up in their dresses and their shirts. Yeah. And the high heels ready yeah. to go, and I'm driving to the property to to do some work. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I just smile because that's what sets sets me apart. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Because, because that's that's what keeps you average. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm not doing what they're doing because I'm not average. Mm -hmm. And I just smile because that's that's what it takes. Yeah. That extra work. But it like pushes you as well, isn't it? Yeah. You see that, and then you're like, yeah, yeah, that's not me. It makes it makes you feel good. Yeah. Exactly. Because you stand out, you and you know you're putting the work. Yeah. You have a sense of purpose. You stand mm -hmm. out. You know you're not average. Yeah. No, it's it's crazy, bro. Like, it's I think it's like less than ten percent of the pe like of the whole population of UK have less than one thousand in their savings account. Yeah, that's like I th I don't even think it's I think it's even much lower than ten percent. Yeah, it's like a crazy low number. And most people can change that if they just get rid of what they don't need. Mm -hmm. They don't need that designer clothes. They don't need that designer car. Look into your direct debits. Yeah. What 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 are you spending your money on yeah. that is you really do not need? Yeah. So many. There's so there's so many things you could just cancel. That's it. Are you looking at like a lot of people spend so much money on like coffee? Yeah. Going Starbucks, yeah, exactly. but they do that every day. Yeah. Like, do you know how much? You, okay, it might only be three three pound fifty a day. Yeah. That, like. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing I want to mention as well because. That's what I did initially at the beginning of the phase. You have mm -hmm. to save, you have to save all, mm -hmm. all, all them pennies. And now what I realized is to maximize the earnings rather than saving. Mm -hmm. 
so if you make a grand more from a property or or, or additional property or what have you mm -hmm. it doesn't matter how much you spend on a starbucks mm -hmm. or netflix or yeah Virgin. but the start yeah you do need to save that yeah because it counts mm -hmm. but later on it compounds so quickly that it doesn't matter yeah on what you spend on the small stuff mm -hmm. yeah because i mean you've got yeah. passive income coming in yeah like reward yourself like yeah. do it yeah. obviously once you've got money coming in yeah because that's working for you you're not yeah. you're not doing work like it's not active work it's not like your job where you have to go in you have to do the work once you've made it as in terms of your properties being managed yeah. students are there yeah. money's coming in it's not like you're going in and actively doing something yeah. every day and the whole purpose that we do all this is what's the purpose of making money so you enjoy life yeah you have a happy life yeah yeah to have a fulfilled life mm -hmm. the whole purpose is it's not about money because money is doesn't mean anything mm -hmm. it's about en enjoying life because that's what we do that's what we do this for yeah this podcast as well it's it, there's a there's a purpose mm -hmm. the reason why we do this want to give value to the listeners yeah you know there's this whole pur there's purpose to everything exactly bro exactly and even with the property business what i say is a good business is where you make money in your sleep mm -hmm. yeah and if you're not making money in your sleep then it's not a good business mm -hmm. so this is that's one thing where i always factor in in people are saying oh and invest in this invest in that whether it's i don't know say a takeaway or a restaurant or mm -hmm. but you don't you're not making money in your sleep you have to be there mm -hmm. you have to put the hours the time in you have to manage yeah because you're working for the money the money's not working for you yeah so if you're making money when you're sleeping then it's a good business yeah you know do you know much about refinance and houses yeah so i haven't refinanced any of my properties yet but i do know how it works and um, speaking to my mortgage broker so whatever it's valued at when it comes to refinancing, you can pull the the money out as long as you've got the pay slip. Or, well, if it's a residential, it's the pay slip. But if it's a buy to let, as long as the uh, it's based on the rent of yeah, the value uh, yeah. property, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So, say in five years' time, it goes, say, a hundred fifty thousand pound house is now worth two hundred. Um, you can take that difference out when it comes to refinancing. LF50K. Yeah. And then you can use that to buy another property. To buy another property. So your property is paid for another property. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just, it's kind of leverage on leverage, really. Mm -hmm. And it works when it works, but when it doesn't work, it can, it can be bad. That's why you see these huge companies, these property companies um, that fall apart. Mm -hmm. um, like you've seen recently with um, Evergrande and Country God yeah. in China. Because it's, it's all about managing the risk and the leverage. Yeah. And then there's negative equity. Yeah. So like, obviously the only problem with, um, you, we were saying about the 5%, putting the 5% down is, it's fine. You can put 5% down, but yeah. if the property value goes down, yeah. so then you're in negative equity. That, that means you owe more to the, uh, to the bank yeah, or to the lender right. than what the property is actually worth. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So that's why I look for properties that are, undervalued mm -hmm. yeah so you don't want to be paying retail or full price for a property mm -hmm. it's like when you go into store you don't want to pay retail price for clothes yeah. or a car or what have you yeah you want to get a discount yeah of course you want to get a bargain you want 20 percent off you want 30 percent off you, mm -hmm. want, you want to get a reduced price yeah so 
if it's the same as clothes or cars or or food or what have you, mm-hmm. why don't you do the same with the property? Yeah. You don't want to pay the sticker price. Yeah. And some people have so much pride that they think, that what's wrong with paying full price? Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? The, yeah. <laughs> which, is, which is crazy to me. Like, why would you pay full price yeah. when you don't have to pay, pay full yeah. price? If, if you're paying full price, okay, whether it's on clothes or car, at least that's fifty pound or ten grand. Uh-huh. The property you're paying with a hundred grand or two hundred grand. Yeah, like so you would want the most off on the bigger ticket items. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about um before obviously going to property and then the small business that you were doing prior. Yeah, so before I got in property, um well I'll I'll tell you where it all started. It actually started when I was playing FIFA. Right. Nice. Uh first <laughs> I think FIFA, what was it, 15, 16, you know, Ultimate Team. Yeah, of course. Where you had um, the coins. Yeah, of course. So basically, I would trade on there, um, have all the coins, and the whole school would come to me to buy coins from me. Wow, okay. Um, so what? when was this? Like, yeah, 10, 11. Mm-hmm. I think I had like, I made like two, three grand from selling FIFA coins on FIFA Ultimate Team. At yeah. that age? That's yeah. How old, you, how old were you then? I think I was... Bro, you must have been young. S- yes, 16, 17. Yeah. Like that. That's a lot of money to see at that age. Yeah, so I was always... I was trading on, on FIFA, uh-huh. the coins. Yeah. Then the whole school would come to me, buy 100,000 coins for £10. Mm-hmm. And everyone came to me, and I still have the Facebook messages that came, they, they came to me to, to buy FIFA yeah. coins because they wanted to buy... to have a good on their team. And... And then it started. That started dying out um, on the later on FIFA's because you could buy them on- online. I think at ch- cheaper prices, and then okay. you could see these these YouTubers were selling these sites and stuff. Yeah, and then so then that didn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. And then I moved on to essentially um, shoes when it came to say like you know Yeezys where you could buy them from end yeah. for retail and stuff, mm-hmm. and then sell them for resale, and that worked for a year or two. And then obviously the profits went smaller and smaller and then you couldn't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. And then from then I just moved on to selling stuff on eBay. It could, could be anything, could be shoes, clothes, jackets, design items. Mm-hmm. Sell them on eBay while I was at uni and it got me by. So year on year, I just moved on to more bigger and more expensive things. So then after uni, yeah, I just moved on to property after that because that was the next step. Right, yeah. Who knows what will be after property. So you started off like small from FIFA coins, which wasn't even real. Yeah. And then, then you start buying small designer stuff and then yeah. you've understood the formula now. You've yeah. understood like making money small. Exactly. Yeah. And then you just kind of... Yeah, it was just buying, selling, trading, small amount of profit. Um, but the skills were all the same. So it was negotiating mm-hmm. price, how to buy and sell and putting up offers that type of stuff so the skills were transferable from one to another and then it just it just went along yeah year by year you gain more knowledge more experience and it just yeah yeah. it's very interesting so were you like doing stuff like on bids and stuff or was it just you just see a good deal you buy it yeah well i just see a good deal and buy it um whether it was online um i was look i was searching all the sites whether it's um ebay depop um, what else did I use? Yeah, I just I those all the sites that I want. And then you list them on eBay. And list them on eBay, yeah. 
and then yeah made like 50 pound 100 pound profit and and it was it was while i was at uni so it got me by yeah it wasn't it wasn't like to make a lot of money it was just to pay yeah, for yeah. The, for lunch or pay for that pay for this mm -hmm. it wasn't yeah it was just to sustain myself and then those skills now after uni i thought yeah it's transferable skills though isn't it? Yeah. like obviously you did that even though at that time it didn't mean anything to you yeah it was just for like like you said lunch money or whatever but as you progress more in life you want to do bigger and better exactly like naturally because obviously if you've done that as a kid yeah you want to do more the older you get yeah it's like we used to sell like chocolates and stuff at school yeah, yeah. um that was uh, we used to think that was a, you know like a mad thing because we used to make yeah. what like 30 50 quid profit yeah. and at that time that was a lot of money yeah. um do you know i mean because f like five pounds a day yeah. was a lot of money yeah. as a kid yeah when you 14, 15. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just, yeah, it's just all transferable skills, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Start from FIFA. Like, from FIFA coins. That's really where it all started. I, I can't believe, like, people ask me, oh, where where do you get this from? Where did I get from? And I, if I, when I go deep back, it's it was all from FIFA coins. That's, that's when it all started. <laughs> I can ask all my friends. Just like how did it start in, in the FIFA? Yeah. That that was that that was where it was. <laughs> oh, that is that is a beautiful story, bro. I always had it. In there. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but that's yeah, that's sick, man. That is FIFA coins to a property investor. Go any advice for people listening who's uh, wanting to get into property? Um, I'd say, bro. Stick, stick to it. Stick to the strategy. Do your research and put in the work. No one, people these days don't want to put in the work. And um, say after after five p.m. Like I said, and um, be willing to do the research. Everything that you want to know, any questions that you have, is on the laptop in front of you, and you just Google it, and it'll tell you. And people aren't even willing to do that. It takes it takes thirty seconds. Mm -hmm. If you don't know what a HMO is, or if you don't know about about tax or or money, you just Google it, and it tells you. It tells you everything you need yeah. to know. It tells you everything you didn't need to know, and there's a lot of things that I don't know, and I have I. It's a learning day for me every day. Mm -hmm. What has been the most uh, stressful, I guess, time of managing this? Most stressful time is probably, you know what is it's 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 man it's it's the time aspect not having enough time. Okay. Everything else is fine. But in terms of time, saying I'm working my nine to five, and then I've got builders coming in to give me a quote for the plastering or the painting to look at the kitchen, so I have to drive from work. To Durham, fit gym in every day for an hour. After work, so I well my daily routine is, I get home at ten p.m. every day because I'm at work from nine to five. Go to the gym from about six till seven. Seven till ten, well or eleven is a three four hours that I've got properly to put in that work. Mm -hmm. I'm driving to Durham 
if the builder needs to be there. If I need to buy materials, I need to go B&Q Wix. Um, Saturday, Sundays, when I'm at the property, doing, putting the, doing paint, putting stuff together, putting blinds on. It's, it's that, but no one, no one wants to do that. So what I say to people is be strategic and look forward, do your research. That's it. Anyone can do that. Anyone can do that. I'm nothing special. I'm just, I'm just a kid. No, and uh, anyone can do it. Even, even you guys with the podcasts. This is, this is where it starts. And with those, I was um, listening to Mike Williamson's uh, podcast recently. He said most podcasts don't, don't end up having more than seven episodes. <laughs> and that's where they fail because the. They, they don't do more than seven. He's got 500. So sticking to it, being consistent. Like that's all he done. He was just like, just a kid from Newcastle. And look at his podcast is huge now. Yeah. And anyone can do that. Well, I, I just think that the things that we learn from people that we bring on, like even from this conversation, we learn a lot. Yeah. We were just talking about property yesterday. Yeah. And it's a case where like, it's, it's all matter how, some things just fall into place because we didn't even know you did property yeah we that's thought we were talking about the rolex and stuff yeah we didn't even know you did property that's a mad yeah, thing yeah, yeah. genuinely bro we were yesterday having a deep conversation about property at the end of yeah but um <laughs> crazy how shit falls into did place did someone inspire you to get into property um yeah so what i was looking at was all these wealthy people what they did and they were all in real estate and because my my brother goes to rgs oh okay mm -hmm. and their parents were all wealthy so i was thinking mm -hmm. what do all these guys do yeah and most of them have property property portfolio yeah whether it's residential or commercial so i was i was okay i was thinking okay what do these guys do so let let me just see what they do and i'll, I'll try and i'll try and do what they do follow on the blueprint yeah you said you knew a billionaire. Yeah. Like you, you literally know face to face. You. Yeah. So yeah, I, I know him. Um, I usually hang out with his son. Um, comes to London quite often. He was at uni there. And yeah, it's 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 that's that's a different level because I've never seen anything like it before. Yeah. Um, you never look at the price of anything. Anything you want, you, you get at the tip of your fingertips. Mm -hmm. That's a different level of life. Yes, it's a it's a different level. I've, I've never seen anything like it. Um, it's like ratio in it, for like like I, like I mentioned with the Premier League kind of thing. Like people that get excited over ten k a month when there's people making fifty k a day. Yeah, it's ratio. It's um, and yeah, that's the limit that you put on yourself. Yeah, you're only you're only able to reach your own ceiling. So if if you think oh. 10,000 a month is a lot. That's, that's, that's what, that's, that's all you'll be able to reach. Mm -hmm. But if you think, right, like yeah. hundred million is a lot. Okay. That's, that's where you'll be able to, to, to aim towards. Yeah. Almost set your bar like limitless. Yeah. Don't put a number behind it. Cause exactly. sometimes you can limit yourself. Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't have to be monetary value. It could be spiritual experience yeah mm -hmm. it could be anything 
athletic yeah. goals. It could be anything. It doesn't have to be monetary. Mm. As long as you're always aiming for more, potentially. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever it is. That's as long as you're not content. Yeah. Um, I think you should be happy with where you're at. As long as you are actually doing something. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you should never be content. Yeah. You should always yeah. be like, you want you want more, you want progress. And that's, like you said, not just, you know, in terms of financially, yeah. not in terms of money, but... That's the whole purpose of, of, of life. Mm-hmm. What's, what's the purpose? You, you need a meaning, you need a belief, you need a purpose. And if you're growing every day, if you're learning, you're gaining knowledge, then what, what else could you ask for? Well, it keeps you alive, isn't it? Yeah. The whole point of like getting the next thing, it kind of keeps you alive. Yeah, the, the, the feeling, yeah. When I'm not doing anything, I feel I feel guilty. I feel I don't feel right. If I'm not learning, I don't feel right. And yeah, some people have it, some people don't. The game is the game. Mm-hmm. You know? The game is the game. <laughs> <laughs> and that note, is there anything else you wanted to explore? I'm just I'm just grateful you came on. Yeah. Um I learned a lot. Maybe in here, honestly. Yeah. And I hope a lot of people listen in and and uh That was the whole point because I knew what you guys were trying to do. Mm-hmm. And I thought I could probably provide some value that I could help you along the way. Mm-hmm. For sure, bro. Even like mm-hmm. provide a value to us, never mind. So Yeah, hopefully <laughs> in the future we can run it again. Uh, it's it's been great talking to you. Um we're gonna have you back on for sure um but i hope you guys enjoyed the podcast stay tuned for the next one peace